Hey, hey, how you doing there? Welcome to another edition of the Suns Jam Session Podcast, your August 14th edition of the Suns Jam Session Podcast, where there's not much to talk about, Matthew, except a little... <laughs> oh, we getting down? Oh, some dance oh. music in the background. Me, him. Me, you, him. Me, me, him. Me, him. This is what we're gonna do the whole time, huh? <laughs> For one hour, we're gonna do let's just things. like let's just like test stuff out and just see what new stuff they have added to uh, yeah to Streamyard. Yeah, yeah, this is uh, try it out. This is what me and Matthew were doing before we came on the pod. Is we're just messing around a little bit. You know, this one's called feeding the ducks. Quack. Oh, oh, I can duck? hear that. Yo, got a duck. Want to feed it? That's risky feed business the ducks. too. If you're trying to feed them and there's a sign that says not to feed them. Oh, yes. You're like, you you got balls if you're trying to feed the Bring a whole loaf of bread. (laughs) (laughs) Like you're walking up to the lake with a loaf of bread and you're just looking around and you know there's somebody out there with a cell phone ready to take footage. They're like, they're going to zoom in on you feeding the ducks and they're going to zoom out. They're going to zoom in on the sign that says don't feed the ducks. And then guess what? You go viral. Yeah, with your big large coat to hide it. Yes, because you're not just yeah. walking around with a loaf of bread in said area. No, so. you can't. No. no, it makes perfect sense. Well, welcome to another edition of the Sun's Jam Session Podcast. Clearly, it's August. Clearly, Matthew and I are here for you because that's what we do. We don't know what we're going to talk about on this we're episode. We're just here. We're here. <laughs> we're here because we have to be. Here's where we are. <laughs> no, we here. Right here. No, we want to be here and we want to. And, and we're thankful that you're here with us as well on this edition of the Suns Jam Session podcast. Uh, plenty to talk about relative to the Phoenix Suns, even though it is in the middle of August. Uh, Kevin Durant has ruined my summer. We'll go into that a little bit. Dario Sarge is playing for his national team. What? Wow. Uh, LeBron yeah. James Christmas. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. All that stuff coming up soon on this edition of the Suns Jam Session Podcast. This is a reminder to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you're consuming this content. Whether you're watching along live on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, or you happen to be listening to this at another date and time, thank you. We appreciate it. You can press play on any other podcast right now. I know that there was a podcast staring at you like how things work. You could have pressed play on that, but... No, you're like, you know what, Suns Jam, I want to hear what these clowns have to say. Yeah, there's a new Joe Rogan every day. You know, yeah. hard to pass up three hours. Yeah. If you got three hours of your life and nothing to do, Joe Rogan. I'm impressed that Joe Rogan is as popular as he is considering his podcasts are so long. And I get it. So many people work in those like boring, mundane jobs where you're just sitting in a computer consuming podcasts like ours. I mean, thank you for yeah. doing so. Yeah. But like, yeah. I don't work in one of those worlds. You do, though, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. But you do like at the 1.5 speed to speed mm-hmm. up a little bit. Um, but listening to him, it's always the same stuff over and over again. He talks about the same 20 things every time he has a new uh, guest on. So it's not as good as it used to be. So it's kind of I kind of fell off of that. Yeah, you fell off the, the Rogan wagon. He got too mainstream, man. Too mainstream. Did, he didn't have Night Drive playing in the background like we do right now. Ooh, driving tonight. Where's it going to take me? I don't know. Give me a beat and I'll start my flow. Wicked what? Wicked <laughs> so, so uh, what, right now. <laughs> what, 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 what are you gonna drink tonight, Matthew? What kind of what kind of beverage are you gonna pop oh, open? I'm, I'm staying with water tonight, dude. Ooh, on your night drive. Yeah. Yep, I am. Jeff feel extra I got ice a... on the Ooh, rocks. On the rocks. Yes, sir. Out of a out of a cup or a glass. Oh, out of a jug. Out of a jug. <laughs> a blurry nice. jug. Well, rumor has it that there's no laws. 
and go drinking claws. Strawberry. 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> so I'm going to pop this bad boy open here. And uh, we're going to talk about some stuff. So let's get into it. August 14th update. We still have over two months until the regular season begins. And we're shy of any kind of preseason news. We're shy of any Kevin Durant potential trades. Uh, But there has been another name that's been floated out there. But we're not going to start with that, Matthew. I think that the most appropriate thing to talk about in the month of August is clearly Christmas. Don't know if you've been to Costco recently, but there is a, <laughs> yeah. a Costco I go to. It's got the big, yeah. like, twelve foot snowman up there, just like slowly waving at you, reminding you mm-hmm. that just around the corner is all the hustle and bustle of the Christmas season. And of course, the Christmas season in the NBA uh, is a big deal, seeing as that is kind of that's kind of the day that they own, if you will. And it's gonna be tough this year because I don't know if you know this, but Christmas is on a Sunday, so they will they will be competing. Against NFL football. Oh, wow. Yes. So the Arizona Cardinals play on Christmas night at 6.20 p.m. against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I know that because for those of you watching, you can see I on my phone, I I, I design schedules and put them on my phones. And and, uh, there's the the Cardinals schedule right there. Um, And the and. (laughs) <laughs> For the second consecutive year, the, the Phoenix Suns have been stowed, have been bestowed with a Christmas Day game. Sean Sharania tweeted out not long ago that he has sources that say the NBA's 2022 Christmas Day schedule will, will consist of the Bucks at the Celtics, the 76ers at the Knicks, the Lakers at the Mavericks, the Grizzlies at the Warriors, and the Suns at the Denver Nuggets. Right on. I'm actually I'm looking up um, some of the games. So it looks like the most of the ma- the majority of the NFL games are the 24th, right? Yeah, that's kind of the yeah. back end of the season. It's it's uh, it's okay. week 16 of 18. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. But and Cowboys Cardinals... play on Saturdays, so I'll be good. Yeah. So, um, so so you're straight, but I'll have to you know consume. You'll have to. Yeah, but honestly, it's in the middle though. So I think the Suns would play like at one or two. Maybe like right after presents, right after we're just like loaded with a bunch of gluten and corn and we're just feeling terrible on the couch. Mm-hmm. Then we can watch the Suns and then you can watch the Cardinals. And the zero presents that we got to old that that we got to open. And I don't know if you remember last year. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't know if anybody remembers last year, but the same thing happened last year. The Phoenix Suns played on Christmas Day, a Saturday, uh, and they lost to the Warriors. And then mm-hmm. the Cardinals played that night against the Colts and they lost to the Colts. It was a, a very unmarried. <laughs> Very unmerry Christmas, and I remember it, and the the watchers and listeners of the show might remember. I was in Reno, Nevada at the time, and I was watching the Suns game, and with about two minutes left to go in the game, because it was snowing so much, we lost all electricity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I forgot you were remember gone. Remember that? Was, yeah, that oh, was crazy, man. You were just hated gone for it. Christmas. I hated but, it last uh, year. I mean, we we knew the Suns would be back in it uh, against the Nuggets, so it'd be interesting to see if they're actually yeah, healthy. Thoughts on, Jamal that. Murray thoughts, and thoughts on that? Why Jamal the Nuggets? Murray, 
I don't know. I mean, they do have that history uh, last year. Nothing really this year. Of course, because the Nuggets sucked. I mean, this last year they sucked. The year before that, I think the Suns always have the Nuggets number. So it's it's not as threatening as like a Warriors matchup. It seems like it can be an easy uh, Christmas Sunday where it might be an easier win for the Suns, depending who we actually have on our roster. And if the Nuggets are actually healthy, MPJ, who knows what's going on with that guy. If he comes back, that team actually might do something this year. Um, but I like the fact that we actually have an easier game. It's not going to be against the Warriors or I was looking at the Warriors and the Grizzlies. That's going to be a fun matchup just because of like the shit talking between those two teams. Like mm-hmm. I kind of am jealous of those two teams right now because I feel like the Grizzlies might steal a lot of the thunder from the Suns because of the shit talking that's been going back and forth. I feel like maybe the Suns are kind of left out of that now. So I kind of wanted a rematch against the Warriors just to see if we can one up them. But an easy matchup. I'm not saying easy just because the Nuggets suck this year. Easier, but easier. Easy. It's definitely easier. There's nothing the Nuggets can do this offseason, even if they are healthy, that can make it a difficult matchup, I think, for the Suns. Yeah, I kind of I kind of wish it was a, an opportunity to play the Mavericks again. That's oh, just okay. me personally. You know, the Mavericks yeah. obviously bounced the Phoenix Suns in uh, historical fashion in Game 7 of the second round of the past playoffs. And, you know, the Christmas is kind of the first line of demarcation for the casual fan to see NBA, right? I mean, the NBA is going to tip off in October as it always does. Another reason, you know, as much as I hate August is how much I love October. I think it's just the best month of the year and you have basketball coming back, but the casual basketball fan doesn't really watch it. You know, they'll watch maybe a little bit in that first, that first uh, month of basketball being on. But the first line of demarcation is Christmas Day. That's where you have the marquee matchups in the NBA. And if you're a casual fan, like, you know, probably about 50% of the people who are in the building uh, when the Suns were in the playoffs because they could afford to be those those casuals, uh, they're, they're just so busy with all their other rich hobbies that they don't watch the, the team like we do, uh, us poor people. But I think that, you know, it would be a nice, hey, Remember that team that beat us last year? Like, here's an opportunity for the Suns to kind of avenge themselves in a very microcosm kind of way, like one little game on Christmas Day, right? So the Nuggets is something, you know, along your lines of thinking. I'll take it. You'll always take a Christmas Day game. It's just kind of cool. Uh, it's when family's together. You know, it's, it's kind of what's on in the background. We've all, you know, whenever we have our Christmases together, NBA is just always kind of on and that's really fun, but it's really cool that, you know, the Phoenix Suns will be a part of that. Uh, And it is nice that we are playing a team that in theory, the Phoenix Suns will be better than in theory. Uh, Of course, losing that day, that'll be a shitty pod. It just sucks because like, I want to see what time the game is because (laughs) because because we go live after every game. And if I have to go live, like while the Cardinals (laughs) game is going to start, I'll be like, gosh, darn it. It'll work out. And um, I, I think it, it should be like around because I think it starts like a, usually first game's like at nine. So it's like usually nine, twelve, yeah. oh, three. It's gonna be kind yeah. of close. Three, we'll figure it out maybe five thirty, maybe which will uh, work perfectly. Well, we might start a pod in the fourth quarter. I think we did that once last year when the Cowboys think, were playing the playoffs, yeah, <laughs> where we just started right. the pod because it was a blowout win. So maybe we can do that. And do we have the Christmas Day jerseys coming back? Is that gonna be a thing? Or I don't just know because yet. It's just because the Suns are finally playing Christmas games, we can't get those Christmas jerseys. Like, I know, right? It's always I mean, nice Christmas, to have new jerseys. The, man. the Christmas jerseys always sucked. 
right? They but do, it but was, it's just kind of cool to see what it might look different. like. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. Like the the Phoenix Suns finally get to earn Christmas Day games, and they're like, oh no, no, we stopped we stopped doing that. That's not fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, they look stupid. No one ever bought them, so we're not gonna do those yeah. anymore. It's like I get it. I'm not gonna buy one, but it would just be fun. It'd be fun to scrutinize. I don't know. It'd be nice to see. It's the same thing with like the earned edition, right? Like every team gets an earned edition. Yeah. Uh, jersey after they've been to the playoffs but last season the the suns didn't get one because it was the 75th anniversary season so they never got an earned jersey never, edition no. you know so no. we just we always get <laughs> cornholed on the jersey <laughs> we kind of do except for this year might be a little different we Dude, do have four this is gonna be so. well and and you have the throwback to the 92 93s yeah so exactly like, you know it'll be interesting to see if that's what they wear to this game especially considering it's gonna be on the road which is which is one of my little micro gripes and again it's august so i've got nothing else to be I'm just mad because the the weather sucks. Uh, so I, I gripe it's, about I everything rain, right now. Man. I love. Oh, yeah, it. we're I we're getting it. a lot of really good rain right now in yeah. Arizona. So, but it just makes it sticky and humid. Uh, a lot in of downtimes. roaches come out. Yeah, yeah. The, the, bug, the, ba- bugs. the bugs are about. <laughs> the <flies. laughs> They're everywhere, man. <laughs> like I'm not used to seeing flies flying around. There's, yeah, there's flies. Mosquitoes. I was gonna go play basketball. We had to cancel basketball because there's so many mosquitoes outside. So we're just getting eaten up. Oh man, that that that's kind of like, like Louisiana. It's like acoustic cinematic background, like oh, mosquitoes. Gonna, we, <laughs> oh, a bite here, a bite there, a bite in my underwear. They can bite me wherever they want, as long as I go home with one of them. Mosquitoes. Dang, I can't think of anything else. Oh, yeah. Close. <laughs> but anyways, I'm interested. It's What's interesting that the Suns aren't the home team in this game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. I'm. I don't know if I'm really excited I'm about any post frost. any regular season games. Like any of the regular season games, I'm not too excited about. I mean, Christmas Day is fun, but even like you said, if we played the Mavericks, it's like revenge. It's like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, I just want to play them and get it over with in the playoffs. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a weird year this year. I mean, the last two years were a lot of fun because we're a playoff team, but now all that matters is the playoffs. And still, in my mind, I'm just thinking playoffs is all that matters. So every postseason or every post game uh show we do after in the regular season i'm gonna just be like oh i don't know we'll see how i feel when the season starts right now kevin durant's holding everything up we just don't have a whole lot to talk about because of that and i just feel like i'm kind of down on the dumps just like maybe i want the season to start but then i don't because i don't think it's really that important until the postseason starts so i'm just you know i'm caught in a weird weird little kind of uh area right now just thinking about the nba okay that's perfect because that brings me kind of right into my next topic which is the fact that kd has ruined my summer <laughs> KD has ruined my summer. he has you know i mean <laughs> this whole and i spelt ruined wrong um so let me just click away from that oh, here quick. let me fix that so essentially um <laughs> so you know the, the, the way that i look at it is you know again i i think i'm kind of in the minority when it comes to all the excitement around kevin durant uh in the whole sun's twitter sphere if you will uh I, obviously i would enjoy having him as a member of the Phoenix Suns but I just like he's not even a part of the team and I already feel like he's fucking with team chemistry you got Jay Crowder putting out weird tweets out there talking about how you know like he's time for a change which we talked about in the last pod uh Cameron Johnson's talking about like well you know it's a business and you know it's like so there's all these little side things that have happened because the the potential assets who would uh have to be a part of a trade for Kevin Durant uh, are having to respond to the fact that they could be potential assets to Kevin Durant. So it's taken away the, from the focus of, you know, this this team that is going to have its third consecutive year if Kevin Durant doesn't arrive in Phoenix as a roster together, the same starting five. 
Uh, so you have a team that has such uh, unbelievable organic chemistry, and there's some creaks and some cracks in that. That always happens in every situation due to the nature of the fact that the NBA is a business. I can understand that, but the whole but Kevin Durant's not even here, and he's already like ruining my summer and, and causing problems and and putting everything on on hold and uh, and and everything's on the wait list. We have to slowly just sit around and wait for what the fuck is he going to do or or the Nets are going to do. And you know he's talking shit to Joe Sy and. You know, we didn't talk about it on the last podcast because nothing will happen relative to Kevin Durant till tomorrow morning, uh, Monday, because we record this on Sunday night and we talk about it. And then, like, the next day he'll say something. You know, the big thing is after we recorded last week, Kevin Durant's like, well, either I go or Steve Nash goes, you know, or and Sean Marks goes. So it's just like, how can you hear a player say that and be like, dude, I want that guy on my team? Oh, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't because this is what players have to do to get to their to where they want to go. They have to destroy it from the inside, but it just, I think it looks more from the outside. It is. I mean, but that's the way the players have to do it. And especially like KD still has to do that. He has to go to Sean Marks and say, Steve Nash, a coach, which basically when Nash was signed, we thought that he was a KD guy, right? Because he was with him in uh, Mm -hmm. Golden State. So like, oh, you know, Kyrie and KD want him as a coach. Kyrie talked about how basically he's not really a coach, right? He's just like, now they're all kind of coaches in a way on their team. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was an interesting kind of dy- dynamic over there. I don't really think it's a big deal because I think it's just something that's put out there. Um, I don't know if it was just put out there because there's nothing else to put out there, but it's basically the same stance he had before, but just saying like, Hey, if I come back, we can't have these guys here because we're not going to win, which is what we said all along. Like you can't really win with what they have in Brooklyn. He's absolutely right about that. You cannot win a championship with the players they have with the coaching staff. You just, it's just not going to work. And it's more of just the way I feel like the the chemistry is over there. It's just kind of ruined. It's not the players, Ben Simmons on paper, uh, with Kevin Durant and Kyrie looks good if Kyrie were to be resigned or whatever for the big deal, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't seem right. It doesn't feel right going in the season. If they were all together, it's like, no, I don't think this is going to, it just it has an icky kind of feel to it. That's why I think Katie just is doing what he needs to do to get to where he wants to go. And I think like any other player has to do this other than LeBron, LeBron's the only player that can really just do whatever the fuck he wants, but Kevin Durant still has to get 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 down and dirty make people hate him even more but now i think he likes it i think he loves to be hated oh yeah he does i don't think it bothers him i think steve nash and him i don't think this ruins their kind of um i don't think it ruins anything between those two guys at all but think about what kevin durant has done to us as as phoenix suns fans and how it affects us right like kevin durant rumor is he's in phoenix and then like he's not even (laughs) he's in like london at a great concert yeah you know like but everybody's going, he's in fucking feet. Dude, he's here. He's here. He's fucking in feet. Like, who gives a shit? Like, but it doesn't matter until something's released. It doesn't matter. I know, I know. At, but dude. it's just like, yeah. what has it done to us this summer? And again, it's We're probably because everyone's bored. Yeah. But it's just like, it's ruined Twitter. Like, it's but just, does it have, does it make people hate him even more? Because I've seen people say like, hey, I don't want outside, him on my team anymore. Out, outside but like, of Phoenix, 100%. But it's so weird. It, if you're like a Grizzlies fan, you're like, fuck Katie. Because the Grizzlies are like, you know, and and it's the same situation. Like if if Kevin Durant had said that he wanted to go to Memphis, they'd be all about it, just like we're all yep. about it, right? If he said he wanted to go to Chicago, everyone in Chicago would be all about it. But because he didn't, everyone's going to hate on him. And and to your point, maybe he needs that as the fuel to this fire. You know, he likes people to hate on him, and he likes to be around great basketball players. You know, uh, and you know, again, if 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 he ends up in Phoenix, 
like 100%, like I'm for it. But man, it's just been, this whole saga has just been very drawn out. And it, it's understandable. It's the dog days of summer. Uh, but it's ruined my summer because I'm like, what are they again, waiting for? Well, well, cause, cause it just, it creates this duality of who this team is, uh, moving forward. Like I, I want to sit there and I want to have these conversations. Like how important is this next season in the, in the, in the history of the Phoenix suns, right? Because we have this conversation at the beginning, every summer prior to every season is what the next season means to Phoenix. And, you know, in, in some instances, it's like, it's, it's always important. You know, but it's it's like, you know, in 2019 going into 2020, it's like this is a huge season relative to growth. Like we need to get out of this uh, lottery picked mindset and start making progression towards the playoffs after going to the finals last and heading into last season. It was important to prove that we were uh, that it was sustainable, that what the, the Phoenix Suns didn't was a flash in the pan. And they responded in such with the 64 win regular season, and then ultimately, you know, ended in a, a horrific way. Do you think that gro- that going into this season, it is the most important season, holistically, not regular season, s- entire season in the history of the Phoenix Suns because their window is potentially closing. And I'll, and I'll say this real quick before you answer that question. This is where the KD situation frustrates me because I, you can't truly answer that question because KD is, is not on the team yet or, uh, or, or and when we're just we're kind of held hostage to the KD sweepstakes. It's hard because you want the Suns to be the best team in the West, like the Warriors. Um, it's very important only because if he were to be signed, then it could all be ruined that quickly. But right now, looking at it, you just see it's still a young team. It's still fun. You know, there's always those stories like I'm watching the captain, right? And mm-hmm. oh, oh, you're man. finally watching that. Whew. Oh, first two what? minutes. Oh, what is my problem? Good, man. What well, is that's my me when I watch the last Jeter. dance? That's me. Well, like, it's look. so weird, man. But uh. Yeah, so you know the '95 season, the '95 just t- season. Just, just talk about you and and the and Derek Jeter, man. Go for it. Yeah, so <laughs> Jeter, he's a guy that I looked up to. He's a man that I wanted to become. The captain. He's a guy that I missed out on. I'll tell you the story really quick. Diamondbacks game. The Yankees were in town. Third base, no, first base line. I was down there waiting 20 minutes for an autograph. The usher said, "Go back, go back to your seat. It's time to go back to your seat." I'm like, "All right." I go back to my seat, turn around. Jeter is standing exactly where I was, and I missed it. I missed it. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's always been a rough relationship. But I think in the 95 season, what Jeter did, he didn't play in that series in the playoffs. But it kind of reminds me a little bit. It's like you never know what the Suns heading into the season. Like this last year it's like they lost but then what did they gain from it are they going to go on a run here where they win a couple championships because of this last season so you might have that with the same squad because right now we're thinking this team can't beat anybody there's always that there's always that thing where these fans and you know nba fans will think a team or even when the yankees were that shitty in the the 95 season it's like they're not going to win and they go on to win three championships in the next uh four years so, I don't know. That could be one of the things that we have to like think about is, do we want to destroy this? But right now, I'm just thinking, I think the Suns already know what's going to happen. I think KD knows what's going to happen. It's just like, what the fuck are we waiting for? What is going on? Well, they probably got to dot their I's and lower, lowercase J's to make it happen, perhaps. Is that if, all it is? 
Oh, it's got to be. It, well, it's. I just like. Are they you, waiting for someone else to get signed somewhere? I don't no, know. No, they, they they need to get other teams involved to make the contracts work. That that's where it's at, in my opinion. You know, the Nets know it's a dead end. They know it's a, a a cause that they can't fight anymore. So they want to maximize their value, and the Suns have to get somebody in there who essentially wants to help them. And that's the hard thing here. Like, who wants to help the Suns right now? You know, we just won sixty four games, <laughs> and now we're trying yeah, to add exactly. Kevin Durant, like. Yeah, you we know, are hated, again, man. And entering this next season, in my opinion, it is the most important season in Phoenix Suns history, in my opinion. Because that window, I want to say it's not closing. That's the beautiful thing. This, entering the season is kind of like the Suns when they were entering uh, 07, or I'm, I'm sorry, 06, 07. Right? Because 04, 05, they took the league by storm, made the Western Conference Finals, fell short. The next season, which was 05, 06, uh, they fell short again, and they I think they got bounced in the in the second round, much akin to the team last year. So entering the next season was really an opportunity to not only validate to themselves, but to the league that they were legit. But And that's where the Phoenix Suns are at right now, is this is an opportunity with Devin Booker entering his prime, with uh, Cam Johnson not being paid yet, because you're going to have to pay Cam Johnson at the end of next season, period. You know, you pay him or you let him go. With Mikael Bridges under contract, with the whole DeAndre Ayton hocus pocus bullshit now behind us, right? And with Chris Paul probably having his last really good quality year ahead of him. If you look at next season, it's probably his last hoorah when it comes to him just being a, a consistently effective player for an entire season slash postseason. Uh, age is undefeated. Time is undefeated, as Derek Jeter notes in episode seven. Um You'll get there. You'll get there. But you have to you have to look at this season and go, hey, like this this is it. This is it. Okay. Uh, now, obviously, if Kevin Durant becomes a part of the fray, you've extended the life of that of that run, right? Because Kevin Durant's got probably about three more elite seasons. I, I'd say mm-hmm. three more quality seasons left in him. He's probably got one to two elite seasons left, and one where he's like you know, 75% of Kevin Durant, which is still like a top 50 player all time. So again, the challenge I have with Durant is just, I don't know what to expect this season. Cause we just don't know yet. And I'm, it's just like, uh, it's, it's like a fantasy football draft, man. I just want to get there. I just want to get to our fantasy football drafts. I just want to get to opening day of, of the NFL season. Cause it's fun. I, I just want to get to the preseason of basketball. So we can really start to take a look at this team and we're not sitting around, uh, on on Sunday nights, listening to you know dance pop uh, in, in, <laughs> yeah. in, in, in the background of our podcast. Ooh, yeah, dude. I don't, I don't think there's a way for us to really figure this thing out right now. We just seriously have to wait. There's only one way really going into the season to be confident in the Suns, and that's gonna. <laughs> Damn, I'm trying to just talk while you're doing this. <laughs> If you want to be confident in this team right now, it's difficult. Um, but then you look around the West, it's like, who else is really doing anything, right? Other than the Warriors. I mean, you just have that team. No but is. the one team that scares me, of course, is the Grizzlies. And then you look at that team, it's like, well, they're kind of homegrown too. And they have that fight in them where you know they're the next well, one. And they, the and they, and they know next. who they are right now. Exactly. Every and if they come into this in next West season. Knows who they are right now. And the Phoenix Suns, in theory, know who we are right now. But we don't there's know. There's no one else to get. Well, there's the, the Kevin Durant situation. It's, it's just it's, Kevin Durant. This is the only guy floating out there. And maybe what LeBron does, because LeBron is talking about maybe going back to Cleveland. I hear that his final year, he might go back to Cleveland, which would be let's I don't talk know, about stupid. Let's, he, you want to talk about LeBron? Let's talk LeBron. 
All Talk right. about LeBron. I wish I had a drop like Libby. So until he joins us, you're gonna love this guy. <laughs> yeah, God. You're gonna love him. Talk about LeBron. Yeah, so LeBron James. He's a guy that's really kind of been hidden behind the whole Kevin Durant curtain, I feel like, right? I mean, I feel like he's gonna come out of nowhere and do something crazy, whether or not it's with the Suns or whoever, but he's gonna be a surprise, I feel like. I don't know if he's going to go back to Lakers. Well, he, ha- but... he hasn't signed his extension yet, right? No, he's just kind of floating around, waiting. Maybe that's what they're waiting for. Maybe LeBron, of course, who owns the NBA, is he's like, hold on, wait, 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 wait. I want to figure out where I want to go, what I want to do first. Give me a couple weeks. Let me figure this out. And then, Katie, you go off of that. You think that's how it works? Maybe something like that, where they can work Maybe something Maybe it's up. a domino. It's like either you go to Phoenix or I go to Phoenix. So Phoenix, obviously, I feel like we're going to get one of these two guys. Maybe. Maybe LeBron. But, man, would that be crazy? And I just got to ask, with all the LeBron hate aside, LeBron or KD, who would you rather have? It doesn't matter. Either it doesn't or. matter. Either or. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. I would yeah, take LeBron. I mean, well, Le- in, in my opinion... It's a weird one, but it's, I never thought I'd be having this conversation in the middle of August. Uh, I think LeBron, if if he can let go of a little bit of his ego, if he can get let go of a little bit of his stat chasing, because that's he's at that point in his career right now where he needs the stats, because like any he cares about the one two debate, him Jordan, right? And like you, you just you can't beat that yeah. debate with championships because he can't. Uh, no matter what happens, you know, he's what three and seven, three and six in NBA finals. Uh, uh, MJ six and oh. So every, everything is longevity for LeBron is, is he's just going to outlast everybody's numbers. And then it was like, well, he's the greatest because he put up the greatest numbers. Uh, so that's kind of his, his thought process, I think. But if, if he could sacrifice some of that and try to play as a part of a team and come to Phoenix, knowing that he isn't the alpha, that's the key. Cause he would fit our lineup perfectly. If Jay Crowder isn't standing at the four and it's LeBron James with everybody else, like that's a beautiful lineup, but he has to understand <laughs> yeah. like, you know, and he could even run some point LeBron. That'd be huge. Cause that takes a lot of pressure off of, uh, off of Chris Paul. Whereas Katie, <laughs> you're not going to get as much of that. You know what I'm saying? What if, okay. So what if he comes over and then we do something where we get his boy Carmelo come over too, like his, his guy. And then we have to sacrifice the Cameron Johnson or Mikhail Bridges for that. Wouldn't that suck? I mean, that'd be terrible. I that would be. I want LeBron, but I don't want to get rid of Mikhail for LeBron, really. I mean, I know, like you said, the ego thing, but I just feel like LeBron, healthy, it's automatic championship. Autumn, this is the best team he's ever played on. He's still playing at least level. I think at times he really is. Defensively, he's insane when he has to be. Like, it's just, it's he's such a well, dominant that becomes player. becomes a good question. Is more than KD. Best? More imposing the, than KD. Is it the best team he's ever played on? I think it's the best roster around him. Uh, yeah. Even those Miami teams. Because he was such a great part of those Miami teams. That's what made the roster great. He doesn't need to be great here. He just needs to be like physical LeBron. And I think that, God, that would be interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, it. it wouldn't be one of those things where it's like, well, is is Booker or Chris Paul the, his best team he's ever played with? I don't think so. I think Dwayne no, Wade Dwayne was Wade, for easily. sure. Yeah. It's just, but who knows what Booker looks like next year? Who knows? Yeah, that, 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 that'd be an interesting conversation. If only we had a podcast to talk about that on. Hmm. All right. Dario Saric. Tell me yeah, about Dario. Guy, huh? what, what the fuck happened with Dario this week? I, so, like, we're on a Slack channel with our Bright Side of the Sun buddies. Uh, make sure you check out brightsideofthesun.com for the best 
Phoenix Suns content. As Dave King likes to say, we're not always first, but we are the best when it comes to reporting on anything to, in the NBA. And one of the one of the conversations that was happening there was there was a, there was an interesting interesting translation because he's playing right now with the Croatian national team, correct? Yes, sir. He is, tell me yeah. about that. Well, that's all I know is he's playing with them. Yeah, and it's oh. for me. No, I, I know he's playing with them, and the only thing I was really thinking about was like. Is it okay if he's playing? Is that going to be okay? Because I know a lot of us want Dario back nice and healthy because we miss Dario. So I think it's kind of cool. I don't think it's going to hurt him at all. I think it's going to, if anything, help him to get kind of back in shape before heading to the season. And these guys always play during the summer, no matter what. I mean, whether or not it's in the league, but they're playing constantly. So whether or not he's playing here, it's going to be physical ball. But I just think it's going to help him get back into shape before the season starts. And there was a thing where I think it was misquoted, you said, with him Mm -hmm. and Monty in a fight it's like this crazy like there's no way like him and monty like there's any beef i feel like between those two it just doesn't make sense to me no it's the way that it was translated uh, into english it made it sound like it was an abrasive conversation he had with monty williams uh but that wasn't the case the sarge smoke break i just thought i'd throw that one out there uh no i think Boy. you're absolutely right you know it's, it's an opportunity for dario sarge to test his body out a little bit and to to get some of that rust off. It's been, I mean, yeah. remember this. Dario Sarch is 1-0 in NBA Finals games. Uh, he's never lost an NBA Finals game in his career. <laughs> he's um, he got injured. He <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, God, I just I always wonder if, you know, Giannis was a freak. Is that going to be an if? Is that going to be a big if? We'll it look will back like on it 10 years if we never win a championship. Now, if we never win a championship, we'll look back and be like, if Dario Sarch didn't, uh, Tears ACL in game one of the NBA finals would the Phoenix Suns would have have won that finals. Cause you got to remember we were headed, we were up to nothing headed back to Milwaukee and Dario Saric, although he isn't a massive impact kind of player, he is somebody who does have an impact on the game. It impacted the, he does. the, the minutes that Deandre Ayton had to play who had been dominant throughout the playoffs, but now we had to lean on him a little bit more uh, and he couldn't deliver because who can deliver against Giannis Antetokounmpo. But Dario Sarge, he could have had some of those fouls in there. And he's just got that big butt, man. Yeah, like it's very imposing. Honest, it's a very imposing ass. It's like Larry Fitzgerald's ass, but not in tights. And if you're coming down the lane and, the, and somebody throws that padonkadonk into the lane, you might think twice about it. So uh, I don't know. Better ass, Dario or Fitzgerald? Uh, oh, Larry. Larry. Easily all Larry. time, All time number one. Yeah, like Dario Sarge has got like a huge dad ass. Yeah. You it's know, like where's, Beyonce and then... And then uh, Fitzgerald, Beyonce too. Yes, Fitzgerald, right? Fitzgerald, J Lo, Beyonce, whoever. I think they all have butts now. Yeah, Kim Kardashian. Well, they all have butts. Everyone yeah, has a butt but like now. Beyonce and J Lo were like the original, and Larry were the original ass hats. They brought it back. Like, right? Everybody's like, "Oh, baby got back. Yeah. I want, I want to be back. Like that baby <laughs> got back." And then like Dario Sarch is like, he's like your dad who has uh, uh, jeans. And a tucked-in shirt, yeah. and it's just got a bubble butt on those jeans, and you're like, "Whoa, man!" <laughs> yeah, that's like, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, dude, don't tuck in your shirt. You know, it's like a David Lissy move or something. It's like, who tucks in yeah, their shirt into exactly, jeans? Man. For yeah. real, though, for real. Um, a couple of things. Reached out on Twitter, to ask the Jamsters with, uh, you know, what we should discuss on tonight's pod. You know, so thank you to anybody who's following us at Shuns Jam on Twitter. Uh, thank you for answering the question. Uh, what the hell should we talk about on tonight's show? So let's see. Let's see what we got here. Um, from from at so says Jay. He says Suns podcast power rankings. 
<laughs> oh really okay i don't you know i'll be honest i don't look listen to a lot of the other podcasts and i don't listen to a lot of podcasts in, in general um the only ones i really do listen to will probably be bill simmons and ryan rosillo but son's podcasts i just i haven't been and i really never have and i know that's terrible to admit but i'll, I'll watch some stuff on youtube sometimes like phnx i'll watch them a few times and then mm-hmm. um to actually listen i just never have dude and i think that's really terrible for me to say but the last year or so, I just haven't. I'm like a typical Suns fan right now. Like the majority of our listeners aren't listening to this, right? Like they're listening during the regular season. They're, yeah. They're... You know, so like I listen to uh, Fanning the Flames all the time. Probably haven't listened to the last two or three or maybe even four episodes. Uh, I listen to the solar panel, Dave King, the solar panel all the time. Every, oh, yeah. I watch that every, one too. Yeah. Yeah. But see, there's a difference. Like I don't always watch it, but I'll listen to it. Uh, and I haven't listened to that in probably a month and a half, you know, for the same reasons, like the majority of other Suns fans, uh, I'm just disconnected from the game right now. You know, it's like, this is the lull as we prepare for the new season. Um, so, you know, I, uh, I, I'm just, you know, the, he's on fire podcast, the PH and X, uh, podcast, uh, the timeline I've listened to, I, I don't listen to the timeline. A, a lot of people love the timeline and I have nothing but respect for the timeline. Uh, it's just too analytical for me. Like I need some goofiness in my podcast. I like, you know, they're they're breaking down the the Spain pick and roll, and I don't know what that is. Very intense podcast. Um, I do it's a great podcast though. But I, it's just I, I don't really. But um, the solar panel, I'll watch it. Um, yeah, but I don't ever listen to that one. But our our the ones that watch us are very intense. The the jamsters out there, like Suns are losing. There's no Suns. Not gonna watch us. Suns are winning. Oh, they're here. They're here right away. <laughs> they're in yeah. the waiting room. But they're very, yeah, they, if the Suns are up, then they're they're right here with us. Yeah, Fabio in the chat, he says he's on fire. Um, Nathaniel says Suns Geek. Yeah, yeah. see, Suns Geek isn't a pod. I watch his videos, though. And that's what I love about Suns Geek. It's like I could tune into him. He's got like a five-minute video on things that are going on. I'm like, very perfect. Quick, yeah. Quick. That's, what, that's, what, that's all I need. Low Suns says the timeline is the best. And if you go and ask every Suns fan, the, the majority one. of them will say it is the best one. It is the it, it's the one that's the most ringer ready, right? Like if the ringer was to absorb a podcast relative to the Phoenix Suns, it would be the timeline because they're professionals. Yeah, if they're just grabbing teams now. They're just like, hey, let's just do post game. Let's do this, this, and that, or whatever. There would be timeline. Yeah, and you know, obviously, you come to Suns Jam session, uh, and you're looking for content, and then we end up we to we end up playing like you know, background music into space that's what you get when you come here so uh so thank you for that at so says jay uh (laughs) at shut up jerry one two three says christmas we did talk about christmas a little bit um and fanny the flames actually responded and said there is already christmas stuff at costco but i like what at fallen founder so coach fallen founder who's been on the show before uh he responded to that he goes uh I did see Halloween stuff in stores now, which I did yesterday at Fry's. Let's do a top 10 holidays. I like that one, Matthew. Top so 10 holidays? Top 10 holidays. Okay. Okay. Or top five. Because are there let, let, Let's holidays? go top five. Let's go top let's five. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't want to get into up. Arbor Day. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, I like trees. Flag day. Flag day. So let's start yeah. with number one. It's easier, it's okay. easier that way. So what, what is your number one favorite holiday of the year? My number one holiday number is, one is Halloween. Year. Halloween. Okay. And I've already went to Spirit too. They just opened. Really? Yeah, I've already been to a Spirit. I love it because it's um, 
I think when you grow up, you don't get as many presents, right? So you kind of fall away from Christmas unless you sense. have the significant other, unless you have kids, like it's just not the same. So um, I just, you know, Halloween parties, just the, the time of year, it's just so beautiful out, right? And I love going trick-or-treating. I'll dress up too. And I love to walk around and trick or treat. I just love doing that at night because it's not a big letdown. I feel like Christmas is always just like it's like the build up, right? Like you always say the Super Bowl is about the build up. Mm-hmm. Game starts, it's kind of like, oh, okay, here we go. Christmas is almost the same way where it's just like the build up. You're there, and it's just like, oh, that was depressing. Kind of now that's over. I don't know how. Like Halloween is never a letdown. It's like you go trick or treating, you're exhausted, you're tired. Like, all right, thank God it's over, and then you move on to the next one. So that's imagine my like one. six foot four Matthew coming to your door and be like, trick or treat. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't get candy. So like my sister, her two, her two kids, like last year they did Adventure Time. Yeah. So I dressed up as Ice King. So like I'll dress up, and but I'm not gonna get some candy. I mean, I'll eat their candy when they get home. That's it though. <laughs> Uh, Parker Hines, he says Halloween as well. My birth month is October. October is my birth month as oh, well, Parker Hines. So I'd be interested to hear what maybe, your huh? what, what your uh, actual date is. Um, I do love Halloween. I think October is the best month of the year, and, and I think you nailed one of the reasons why. Uh, October is the best month of the year because you have basketball obviously starting. Football is in full swing, both college and professional. Uh, Major League Baseball, the World Series is going on. And like you said, and the most important thing is and, uh, Parker Hines, just for an update for everyone, says October 21st. Uh, I'm the 17th. Uh, My sister's birthday, right? Isn't she 21st? I don't know. She's just nah, there. Oh, well. It's, it's right in there. It's right in between me and yeah. Eric. Um, you have It's the buildup time. It's all the excitement of the holidays and none of the hassle yet. That's what makes October great. Because once Halloween's done, Halloween's kind of that line of demarcation. And once you enter November, all of a sudden it's like you have to start getting ready for the holiday season. They start just shoving fucking Christmas carols down your throat. Every Amazon or every commercial on TV is for, you know, like it, it, it's a Lexus with a bow on top. You know, it's like it's snowing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so that's why, you know, Halloween's up there for me. Number one for me is Thanksgiving. Uh, I just love food. I love the fact that there's football. I love the cadence of the day. Like you wake up and you just like starve the shit out of yourself for like eight hours Which is never it's not actually a good thing right it's not a i feel like because it shrinks your stomach and it just yeah, ruins you the eat whole too thing fast. you eat too yeah. fast so and again it's 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 a time for family it's time to get together uh i just yeah. i love i love uh thanksgiving so that's my number uh, two okay well perfect perfect my number two yeah. here's the thing is like i'm not a big holiday person um <laughs> so we should do top two <laughs> Top two, that's it. All right, let's just do top three. There's well, only three, really, right? Thanksgiving, no, because Halloween, there's like there's like Fourth of July. Like I really like Fourth of July, but I hate the fact that it's just so goddamn hot here. Uh, Easter, I never do anything I, on Fourth of July. Yeah, see, I always used. Oh to. yeah, Easter. I don't know. Easter is just. I don't know what it is. Well, see, the, and th- the problem I have with holidays is like I'm scarred from holidays because in my yeah. my last job, part of my title, I was the director of food, beverage, and fun. So I was in charge of all the activities <laughs> yeah, at a resort yeah. and every time a holiday come, it was a big fucking deal. And I always had to work and it was just like, it was a, they were huge pains in the ass, you know? So it's like, Oh, great. And and that's why like Thanksgiving and Christmas were nice because I managed the pools and typically people aren't at the pool on Thanksgiving or Christmas. So those were a little like low key, but like Memorial day, 4th of July, Labor day, uh, great holidays. I haven't experienced them in years because it's just like madness. You know, because yeah. that's when everybody's yeah. at the pool, they're out of school, and I have to, you know, work my ass off on a four-day holiday. People always like, hey, man, what are you doing for Labor Day? Is it cool if we hang out? And I'm like, 
no, man, I'm working. So I'm still trying to get over this PTSD (laughs) of like not having to work on all these major holidays. Uh, Mm -hmm. And Thanksgiving is the one like I always get off. I do love Halloween. Holiday, Halloween probably be number three for me. Uh, I'm not a big Christmas. And it sounds like you aren't either. It's like, I'm not a big Christmas person. I like like, Christmas. I like New Year's. New Year's would be number two for me. New Year's would be number two for me. Yeah. The thing is with Christmas, it's like, you don't you don't get any presents, but it is just a big hassle. It's just everything is just chaos. And then the buildup for Christmas is always like you always picture yourself. I think it's what these commercials show you as what you're supposed to look like causes a lot of suicides. I feel like you just you see the TV, you see how these families get together. They're all smiling. They're all perfect. They're in snow. They have their big new trucks and shit. Yeah. But then Christmas is never. I that. got you. Christmas... a gr- I got you a red one. I like yeah, the black oh. one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I always think about that. It's, it's like commercial. chill out. All right. Let's just make it more a little bit more simple. Let's just let's just make sure that everyone is happy and stuff. It's never been about happiness. It's been about greed. It's about just getting the best present. Like, I just like being there with family now that I'm older. Like before I was always like, well, I want, I want the best present. Remember a couple Christmases ago when like Hayden was, I think Hayden was in town and then we just went for like a hike. And then like, we went over to that park and we were like playing basketball or something. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, I think that was Christmas, right? I think it's Christmas. Yeah. I think because we got him something he was wearing for his I forget. But like, that's what Christmas is about. Just hanging out. Yeah. You know, like that's what Christmas is about is, is mm-hmm. just the chill. And it's not all the hoopla and the, you know, and Christmas will be fun this year. Cause there's some sports on it, but when Christmas is on a Wednesday, I don't know, just not a fan. Uh, I like new year's. I'm a big fan, fan of new year's and can't think of any other holidays that really, <laughs> again, I'm just not it a went from top guy. 10, top five to top three. So I got so. my top three. Yeah, there you go. That's our top three. So there you go. It's uh, Christmas is last for both of us, right? Yeah. It's not even on my top three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mine would be like Thanksgiving, New Year's, Halloween. Okay. New Year's. All right. Yeah. I like New Year's. And by the way, August, no major holidays. Another reason this month sucks. Nothing. There you go. Are we still doing this pod? Yeah. We... Oh, yeah. Suns Geek has a question. Thank you for joining <laughs> us, Suns go. Geek. Uh, hopefully you heard us singing your praises a little bit earlier. Uh, question for the At Suns Jam podcast. How many games do you amp- anticipate you will both go to this season? Ooh. That's a good question. I don't I remember. didn't go to I... any last year. You I went didn't to, go to... I think I went to zero. I went to two, I think. And I was just, hmm, I think it was only two. Or maybe I only went to one. It just wasn't the last year wasn't the same as the year before. Wasn't it like it the year before? Like, remember you would get tickets all the time. Oh, yeah. And then even in the playoffs, like we got ticket, you got tickets from Jim Bean or whatever. It was just like yeah. it was just one of those years I was you can never top. It was magical. so I think the following year was kind of just like, oh, one game and 64 wins was awesome, but it just I, wasn't. I'm hoping to go to a couple this year. You know, that's the goal. Is I just didn't get a chance to last year. I had I was out of town a lot, lot a year transition professionally for me, so I didn't have an opportunity to do so. True. I, I, you yeah. know, I think I'll go to a couple this year. I think that's okay. a, that's that's the goal. Uh, Coach Fallen founder asks in the chat why New Year's. Uh, well, I love New Year's for a couple reasons. You know, one, it's like it's almost like the cigar at the end of Christmas, right? Like you're done with all the craziness a week later, <laughs> you can just have a cigar. You can no, relax with a glass of scotch, you know, uh, have a bonfire going in the backyard and just enjoy yourself and, and, and watch just, your video end of the year video. And I, and that's why you put, like it. I do. I, I didn't think about that. <laughs> yes. And that, that's always when I, I premiere. One thing that I do is I, I take together all the moments of the year, whether they are in video or photo form. And I put together this massive, like 30 minute video uh, Mm -hmm. called the end of year video for my family. And where it's everything that happened in the whole year. 
and, and we sit back and we watch those. So, yeah, I forgot about that. Shit, I got to start putting that together. Matthew loves 420 says ghost balls 187. I used to love 420 when yeah. I was in like high school. <laughs> yeah, and 420. I don't. I never celebrated it. I never ever smoked. I never smoked pot or done edibles till I was. Well, the, like well, the fact that you call it pot 30. is just like that. that, that exactly. It right there. And I never smoked. <laughs> I never smoked weed, and uh, yeah, <laughs> done edibles. So I was like really thirty once in a while, but really opened my eyes a lot of stuff. So if you haven't ever done edibles your whole life, I feel like once you start doing edibles when you're older, it's nice because it opens your your eyes to what you really look like, and it helps you actually improve yourself. It did for me a lot. So uh, not that I recommend it to everybody because it can cause schizophrenia, I guess. If you're kind of like on the edge of being schizophrenic, you might actually go into that little gray area and go to the other side. So be careful of that. But other than that, if you have never done edibles or smoked, try it out. Help you have out. You, have you gone to the other side, Matthew? No, no. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck you. <clears throat> I was gonna say actually Excedrin too. <clears throat> Excedrin. Excedrin, pop, I take like I take, e. if I get a migraine, I get I take like six excedrins. And I've had a weird experience a few times with that. It makes you feel weird, like you're dead sometimes. So it's actually kind of cool, but well on that note, I think let's put some light rock music in the background. Oh, it's rock? Yeah, that's what it says on the StreamYard. <laughs> StreamYard gives it these little like background music things like and here's here's acoustic cinematic. So as we get ready to depart on this episode of the Sun's Jam Session podcast, Matthew, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Um. Oh, bracket of sixty four, dude. Oh my oh, god, last sh- season, oh, bracket that I just yes. said that wasn't as good as the one before. <laughs> Let me give a little update of that, man. Yeah, Actually, what's I'm going on done, with the bracket of sixty four? All right, so who's moved on? Let's check. Let's check. Uh, CP3 bracket round one still. Uh, it was a number eight seed versus a number nine seed. So the eight when seed the was fuck eight. is the first round going to be over? Oh, dude, there was thirty-two matches, man. <laughs> you got to start doing two a day, man. You got to get through these goddamn Are things. Are you kidding I, I, me? Right I want to get to the good stuff. I want the good stuff, man. It's already the good stuff. It's already gone. Oh, okay. These are like the little. There's actually five more matchups in the first round. I already did a second round, so Word. we're moving along. We're moving along. We actually have another month and a half so i think i'll be okay but anyways uh number eight is the instagram <laughs> live. The winner on christmas we can do that <laughs> it's like the same amount the of people season. give a shit about it <laughs> <laughs> oh man so number eight instagram live you know the instagram lives after the game they started doing that last year that was actually pretty fun when they were killing it like 18 games in a row like you would always have yeah. booker on there and chris paul uh that was number eight it actually lost to number nine where Aiden dunked on luca and Gave him the big elbow to the eyeball. That was pretty nice. So good. Number nine, Aiton won that one with the dunk for 85%. With 85%. Damn. Moving on to the next love. round. Uh, the other matchup, I think there was only two last year or last week. Last year. Um, this one is round one, Chris Paul bracket again. Number three, 18 game win streak, 84%, one over the number 14 seed. McKill, seven steals in one game. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough matchup, but I mean, I mean, the eighteen I don't know game how, win streak. Yeah, well, just versus anything, McHale, but especially seven yeah. game, seven steals. Like that probably should have been higher than a four seed or a fourteen seed. I'm sorry. So whoever did that one, fuck that up. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, just one more. Um, oh, there was please. the Aiden bracket, the number two seed. Whoa, 
if when if he played when he came when he first started, I yes. thought that was going to be a kind of a sentimental thing where it's like if no, I put it no, as a number, it didn't people no like dog that on Twitter? <laughs> they're like, why? Is, yeah, they're is like, this? why is the number? Well, I thought if I put it like as a number fifteen, people are like, oh, that's kind of shitty. Like he's the first. Uh, oh my god, first what? Where is he from? Denmark. Why am I not Denmark? That's what I was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So first player from Denmark to play in the NBA, I was like, that'd be a good story, right? So number two, but it got it got whooped. Ninety-five percent Booker, forty-nine points against the Nuggets. That was just an insane game by him. That one as a number fifteen seed. So maybe they should have been flip flopped. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you tune in to the bracket of sixty-four, which is happening seven times a day now in an effort to get through this fucking bracket uh, on, <laughs> on on at Suns Jam on Twitter. Uh, and you can also check it out on our YouTube page. Matthew has all the highlights uh, at both on both platforms, if you will. So, if you will, you will. Yes, sir. Checking real quick before we get out of here, see if we got any new reviews to read. No, nothing new. So, nothing new to read this week. No one's gone on to Apple Podcasts and left us a five. Everyone's still in Europe, huh? Yeah, they're still on vacation. Um, yeah. Where did you go on vacation this summer? Everyone's talking about the, you know, we're at the back end. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are back in school. The kids are back in school. Uh, college kids go back. I think next week. You know, tell tell me about your summer vacation. I didn't go on vacation. I was. Yeah, me neither. The end. That's we're why we're doing the podcast. Sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I haven't done anything. Usually, you go to California. Um, mm-hmm. I was supposed to go to a wedding, I believe, this month, but. I don't have the funds to go because we're going to Texas later on. I got a new mm-hmm. car, so I'm just like, I'm not going to be able to go. So no vacation for me. Working straight through. I got a new job, so not going to take a vacation till November. Yeah, I hear you. We yeah. both got new cars. <laughs> that's that's what we did. We both got new cars. Yeah, we're racing them up and down the street, right? Yeah, we're drag racing. Uh, it's really, it's dangerous, but, you know, we look good doing it. So Just don't wear your seatbelt. It's fun. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> anything else we're going to talk about i think that's it man so just, i think just we're a, trying to drag it to one a, a programming note for all of the jamsters do you want to start it next week or the following week where we go to wednesdays um probably the following week right yeah i think you're right so yeah. uh starting the 31st so we'll do a podcast next sunday the 21st eight o'clock same same bat time same bat channel and then following that, it'll be 10 days, the 31st, which is a Wednesday. Matthew and I are going to be uh, transitioning to Wednesday nights uh, yeah. uh, during September and the beginning part of October uh, prior to the start of the season. And obviously, once we <laughs> Nathaniel Doris drag racing with vans, hey, man, <laughs> that Dodge Caravan yeah. sick, bro. Super. Um, um, but yeah, uh, until this, you know, once the season starts, obviously, we go live after every game. Uh, but until then, we're just going live once a week because you can clearly see that there isn't very much to talk about, and we just end we just end up sitting around and just talking. We need to do like a baseball podcast, a no dunks podcast is doing like no bunts where they talk about baseball, like they're mixing it up. Next let's talk off about, season, we'll, next talk about the Yankees sucking ass. Did talk about the Yankees a little bit. All right, let's talk about the Dodgers kicking ass. Yeah. No, no one wants to hear that. Everyone hates me for that. No so. one cares. Yeah. Um, well, on that note, Jamsters, uh, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review wherever you're getting this content. You can follow the show at Suns Jam on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can follow me on Twitter at Darth Voida. You can follow Matthew. At Matthew, let's see. Uh, that's all I got for this, this week. Uh, see you in a week, folks. Go home and groove your family. <laughs>